0: Hello and welcome back to Fan Affliction. We are two afflicted flats. Oh, why Flans? do I keep saying fans? I think I did this last week as well. Whatever. We'll roll it back. Two afflicted fans, Aisha and Jojo. We're here. We're excited. I have already asked Aisha whether this was the chapter in which they kiss, and I've been turned down. <laughs> so my excitement level has immediately dropped.
1: But that's okay. Oh, Aisha, out. how are you? <laughs> I'm good. My excitement level is medium. Oh, medium. Yeah. It's not high because, because we know there's no kissing, but Ooh. a good build up for next chapter. Yeah, true. Is, is and we, in the we, works, we, hopefully. And
0: as we said last week, last you know, last chapter had quite a lot of build up for future stuff. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know. 14 obviously 15 next week so we're getting there we are getting
1: into the home stretch we are actually before we get any further we did receive an email um shout out to katie katie's first theory which came um off the back of episode 13 um says it's ron that's what I believe in. What I shall believe till the day I die. It all yeah. makes sense that he's on a break while they're working on the mission, and why they haven't met the leader or how no one's talked or seen him much. And then the torturing, torturing them, but not having their hair for the polyjuice so that no one could have gotten that but him. But I may be crazy. See, and um, I
0: don't think you're crazy. I really, yeah, I think there something of 10. there. As soon as when Aisha messaged me with that theory, I thought, I love it. Ten, I, I want that to be right. 10.
1: I we love that so much, and it's actually like yeah i hope i hope it's true because that would make a lot of sense because we are missing it's weird to have partial run yeah normally you definitely either have full ron or no ron yeah absolutely like, um, and the second email came three days ago after listening to the newest episode of us and um she thinks that jojo would enjoy the commoner's guide to bedding a royal by I olivia literally, like, oh stop! God, i started reading that today did you no i'm not even joking said, i think you'll enjoy the it's a muggle au where draco is royal
0: Kaylee, you are reading my mind. Stop! Is it? Kids? I'm not even joking. I started reading it today. I, I'm I'm halfway through the second chapter. So I'm barely into it, but it's good so far. That um, is weird. Isn't that crazy? Oh wow. my god! We listen now. I don't know how many people listen to this, but Kaylee, <laughs> you are my number one bae. I just want to, you know, we that have, out. we are, we do love you, lots, Actually, she's my she's <laughs> like, the number
1: one listener for sure. Ten out of ten. We love um, we love the input. We agree. Yes, we agree I, with yeah. your assertions.
0: That's such a good... Oh, yeah, I can't believe that I saw the ring on. That is crazy. <laughs> what, a, what a world, eh?
1: Jojo, are you Kaylee?
0: Maybe. <laughs> you got me. I know, I know you wanted someone to email, so I thought I'd, <laughs> I thought I'd, I thought I'd uh, help you out. Did you?
1: Okay, okay. It's that was so a, funny. No, yeah. Well, thanks, Katie. And yeah, we agree. So hopefully we'll see. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's wilding. So Jojo, where did we leave off last chapter?
0: good question well i was annoyed because there wasn't any kisses so i was kind of checking out by the end of the last episode but there was more touch wasn't there there was more mm-hmm. closeness i don't you know maybe not purposely romantic but it was you know intimate um there was a delivery of that was it there's a delivery of food
1: mm-hmm. and hermione was like must be harry but it was all very suspicious, wasn't it? Yeah, and we also found out that Narcissa, um, Draco, couldn't send the to Narcissa because she feels kind of bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of boat action. I a was, lot of boat. I action. was sick of it by the end of it. I um, was
1: less sick of it
0: than JoJo. <laughs> I'm just sick of the goddamn boat. Um, she Draco talked a bit about pansy. Um, which was, you know, a bit of a mention and he she spoke about they kinda of spoke about their dating history, mm-hmm. which is obviously interesting. Um so yeah, just kind of bits and bobs. Not much in terms of development in the higher circle really, was there?
1: No. Um I do think that Katie's theory with Ron being the leader or involved in the higher circle of the dark revival makes yeah. kind of a lot of sense actually.
0: Yeah, well, do you know what? Because you're right in terms of him not being in it that much. And because um, in the fallout, which is obviously every Thursday's, another one of every Thursday's stories, mm-hmm. he, he well, he wasn't the bad guy, but he was at one Spoiler point. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, there's something that happens of Ron. Yeah. So that makes me think that maybe she, uh, every Thursday has a tendency maybe to view Ron in that way that he could
1: be a bad guy. Yeah, like painting him out to be a bit ambiguous or a yeah. mystery. A mystery surrounds Ron.
0: Maybe. Were on. Maybe. On but Sunday. hopefully we'll find out. I mean, Kaylee, you're either a genius or you're just as clueless as me and Aisha.
1: <laughs> so we're all in the same boat. We're all in the way. same
0: boat. Bloody boat get out Um,
1: the boat (laughs) we shall be disembarking from the boat now to start chapter 14 though thank goodness hey you're reading
0: that's very good you're (laughs) reading i'm very excited i'm looking forward to resting
1: my voice Woo! i shall yeah um bear with i'll give it a go guys uh nothing is guaranteed as per usual (laughs) so we seem to be in the same day
0: because it's just the time so yeah. we're still on October 29th and at, so right at the very end of the last chapter
1: 1131 um, p.m is late though just that saying.
0: is late and it's like eight past three um, she was looking Hawaii's looking at a map of Russia um, but he wasn't on it right like it shows it sh- no longer shows his daughter even if he's still there. Mm-hmm. Oh no she can't so she can't see if he's there or not mm-hmm. and then she just sits and I guess she's kind of waiting
1: for Malfoy for Malfoy
0: so who knows what's going on so yeah Yeah. chapter 14 go for it Aisha go
1: 11.31pm Harry's been spoiled by Ginny's molly talk cooking Hermione thinks because the tin of soup doesn't deserve a face with that much disgust or several spits into the rubbish bin god it's disgusting Harry says gravely Hermione rolls her eyes muttering it's not that bad Harry Pruitt intercepts Harry's bowl before the contents hit the rubbish and Harry raises his eyebrows. Good luck with that, mate. There's no indication that he left by choice, but I doubt he would have left evidence of that, Leecher says, emerging from the hallway. Oh, both the knobheads are here. Yeah, we're, we're just a it's mother's the, meeting. It's, it's the fucking chuckle brothers over here. Went normal. He didn't leave with the intention to stay gone. Something happened there. What have used support porky if something got out of control, Harry says, watching with a disgusted fascination as Pruitt shovels more soup into his mouth. It's probably on one of their missions. For an entire night and day? Hermione asks. They could have asked him to stay until the mission. There's bedrooms, right? At several places, Leecher asks, answers, and she wonders how often he reads the file. He's always been told beforehand about a mission, giving him time to plan it. Something could have gone wrong, Pruitt says. Obviously, she mutters. Rubbing the Look heartache.
0: alive, boys! Jesus <laughs> Christ, fucking shoveling down soup like a couple of pigs.
1: <laughs> rubbing the hard ache at the center of her forehead. But like Potter said, if it was too bad, he would have used the portkey. I say we wrap up here, head home for the night. Granger has a ward intrusion notification set up, so just notify us if you are. Pruitt drops the bowl into the sink and then straightens his robes as Leacher walks to the door. I will. Pruitt catches the door before it shuts behind Leacher and pauses, looking back and forth between her and Harry. All right then, Potter, I'll see you tomorrow. Harry nods, his face aimed towards the door, but she can't see where he's looking from the glare of candlelight in his glasses. She looks down at her wrist, spinning the thin chain of bracelet and watching the grey gem disappear, reappear, disappear. Not yet, Hermione. If you activate the port key while well, he's right in the middle of something, it'll ruin everything. It's too soon. What if he's in trouble and can't reach the portkey? They could have, have They could have him bound. I... He thinks we'll always act like his life is less important than the assignment, and it isn't. What if he just needs to be out right now, and after all I've said about protecting him, I'm just sitting in, hip, er, in case it's too soon and would ruin the assignment. Harry scratches his ear, straightening from his lean against the counter. There's a risk, Hermione. There's always a risk, and he knows that. They've had him for days when they first took him. If he's gone for days now, a week, and can't manage to get away once at this point, then will be porky and back. Then something is obviously wrong. Nothing's obviously wrong now. We'll just have to wait. She drops her forehead into her palm, rubbing hard, and then stands. If Malfoy comes back and declares he was busy drinking brandy with the commander again, he might never leave ferret form.
0: Oh, she's worried about
1: him. October 30th, 7.55am. Has she slept? Probably not. Probably not. She slides the pins into the tight bun of hair, staring at her forehead before checking her head from all angles. Releasing a heavy breath, she moves for her bedroom, the only sound in her flat being the soft padding of her feet. She grabs her shoes from the closet and braces her hand against the frame as she pulls them on. She presses her fists against her hips, looking to her nightstand and the unlit candle. Part of the reason she's going to work earlier than her now normal schedule is so that she stops staring at the thing, but she can't help herself when she crosses the room, intent on taking it with her. 9.29pm. Silence. She'd even taken the muffling charms off her office so she could hear the outside noise, but the most sound was when a memo came in. It's not that she minds the quiet, usually it lets her think, but as she does not want to think right now, she can't stand it. She's never noticed how devoid of sound her life is. Maybe Malfoy is wrong. Maybe she is a mime, silently going through the motions of her life, a person caught between the tide and the opposite roll of waves above, spinning endlessly and silent, even when she's screaming. It's 9.30. She should be on a boat right now, listening to Malfoy's voice as he debates or insults or tells her to shut up. She should be listening to water lapping against the wood and the bell tolling into the night. Hermione looks over at the candle, still unlit. Oh, damn. Yeah, October 31st, 6.17am. The ceiling in her bedroom is bumpy and white. Sometimes it looks like a field of popcorn or a miniature desert filled with mountains of sand. Now, in the twilight of morning, it looks like a sea. Waves rolling and creatures breaking the surface or splashing back down again. She watches it for hours or days, lying so still that she feels heavy, wooden, unmovable. November 1st, 7.18am. She runs for the door before turning around to throw things in her briefcase. She's three tossed files in when she decides to just leave it, sprinting back for the door and then thinks the port key will be quicker. She stumbles, her back hitting a tree as she opens her eyes to the forest surrounding Rome. Taking a deep breath, she shoves the metal circle to the bottom of her pocket and spots, and spots the wink of sunlight hitting the water through the trees. She doesn't know how long the candle had been lit for, but it was no more than 15 minutes that she'd been in the loo, so he can't have been back that long, if it's him. It's just as likely that it's one of the members of revival, and so she takes the long way around the lake, moving slowly through the woods. Vestiges of autumn crinkle under her shoes, but she doesn't want to cast anything in case the tru- intruder is scanning for magic. She tries to convince herself that she's not hoping for it to be Malfoy, and that it could be anyone. It's better to be fully on guard, and she won't be if she thinks it's Malfoy, or will be disappointed when it isn't. There's no sound from around the house, or from inside, and she can't see anything through the kitchen window from her angle behind... <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's happening to me? Okay. It's okay. It's the tension was ramping up.
1: Okay. She tries to convince herself that she's not hoping for it to be Malfoy and that it could be anyone. It's better to be fully on guard and she won't be if she thinks it's Malfoy or is disappointed when it... No. Okay. Third time's the charm, baby. all right. She tries to convince herself that she's not hoping for it to be Malfoy and that it could be anyone. It's better to be fully on guard, and she won't be if she thinks it's Malfoy, or will be disappointed when it isn't. There's no sound from around the house or from inside, and she can't see anything through the kitchen window from her angle between the trees. A twig cracks beneath her foot and she winces, looking up at the door. She's distracted from the possibility of it flying open, when she spots a patch of red in the window that has never been there before, and knows it's the red flag to signal that the house is cleared. She forgets logical thinking as she breaks from the line of trees running for Rome, but her mind catches up when she grabs the handle. Malfoy'd been gone for days, and if something happened to him, they might have managed to pry into his mind enough to find out about the flag. She moves to press her shoulder against the side of the door and then twists the knob, shoving it open with her foot, and she takes aim at the corner of the kitchen. Her heart seems to have broken apart, and pieces of it are beating in her chest, her throat, and both her eardrums. She turns quickly, knees bent to jump to the side if she has to, but the kitchen's empty. There are mud-lined boot prints leading to the cabinet's door and then the loo, but nowhere else. The loo's shut and she can't tell if there's a light on in the crack underneath, but she can hear water. A member of the revival would have bothered searching the house before trying to make her think it was Malfoy there with the flag, and they weren't likely to have come alone. She licks her lips, stepping slowly inside. Malfoy? Yeah. Momentary relief. Too fleeting to really, really felt at all, but she knows it feels good to hear his voice and to know that he's alive. What happened? Only the sound of water answers her. Malfoy? The water turns off, the tap squeaking. There's a pause that does nothing for her nerves as she walks closer to the door, and then the rattle of the doorknobs before it opens. Malfoy's hands wrap around the frame of the door as he steps out, his hair wet and his face a mask of indifference. She could almost smile. No, I... She. He starts to say, raising his wand when she aims her... Oh my god, I'm sorry. One it's more okay. time. It's okay no i he starts to say raising his hand when she aims her wand she hesitates only a second and then casts her revealing spells making sure they didn't attach anything to him like tracking she tilts her head narrowing her eyes at his face just before he turns for the hallway i'm going to bed we'll do the interview she grabs his arm when he pulls it away she grabs it again sidestepping around him she's quick to cast another revealing spell and there it is a shimmer in front of his place face like plastic wrap wavering on skin grange he says harshly two spells and the illusion drops and she covers her mouth taking a step back in shock his left eye is swollen the lid puffy and the skin purple and red around it his right eye is bruised blue under and around the nose and rising up to the curve of his eyebrow his left cheekbone is blue purple with the gash in the swollen skin there's a split that runs through both lips to the right side of his mouth and another on his upper lip which at least is twice the size that she normally sees it With the size of the knot on his jaw, she's surprised it's not broken. Jesus. Man. A gurgle of sound in her throat rises and she shakes her head, waving her hand at his face like he doesn't know what it is that she's gaping at. What happened? She looks over his shoulder and into the kitchen and then focuses on that swollen mess of his left eye. Do we need to leave? Are they... He knocks her wand away when she raises it. No, we don't. And no healing. Your faces... It doesn't matter. She makes harsh sounds. A string of words beginning. It does matter. You can't... If it's healed, he growls, they'll think... No sense when I could just... No, shut up and I'll... Stupid not to let me and I don't... Granger. Heal your face and then you can tell me I'm not... His hand clamps around her mouth as he glares at her, cutting off her words. She breathes in sharply in surprise, his palm smelling dirt and then narrows her eyes at him. Huh? Listen... She pulls away and his other hand flashes up to grab the back of her head, keeping the hand over her mouth, trapped, can't breathe, can't move, the thoughts that don't always make sense. And then she grabs his wrist, glaring at him in warning. It's the pounding of his heartbeat beneath her fingertips that stops her digging them into his bony wrist and hexing him. Go on then, she says, her words muffled behind his hand and which he could have made sense as anything else. He seems to understand, though, because he drops his hand, and it's not until she feels the weight of his arm in her grasp that she releases her own hold. The hand at the back of the head catches in a curl, making her wince. Sorry, he mutters, probably more knee-jerk than thought over, and then his palm skims her hair as he extracts it. He takes a deep breath, and it rattles in his chest. I met with nobles. For the wrongs of my past, I willingly submitted to their punishment as payment. Healing myself would be as if I was rejecting what they feel I deserve. It has to heal on his own. Hermione throws her hands up, staring at him a moment more to be absolutely sure he's serious. She scrunches up her face, a combination of outrage, accusation, and bewilderment. What? That is the stupidest thing! It's how it works. Honestly, to make you pay for your wrongs? This is how they treat people on their own side. Great group of men to give your alliance to. Let's just not... He's glaring at her again. I didn't join them by choice. I know, but I have to yell at someone. <laughs> <laughs> he stares at her until her expression falters in its open hostility, and he releases a hissed breath as he looks at the wall. Sorry, she mumbles. It's just, Jesus, For your face. If I heal you, they won't. They will. Allowing them to do this proved that I felt guilty enough for my inaction in the past to not protest, and it's how they'll trust me now. had a grudge to settle with the Malfoys and now I've paid that debt. You paid enough, they think that you killed people, you tortured people, you led missions for them and succeeded, it should be enough. It wasn't, not to people who remember, who were there. Now it is, but not if you heal me, so leave it alone." She scowls, studying the mess of his face. This had been what was happening to him, She'd known something was wrong. She'd felt it, an unease constantly swirling and hardening at the pit of her stomach, and she had just seen in her office, or trying to sleep, or drinking tea. She lowers her eyes, and when there's a prickle at the back of them, lets out an aggravated, growling sigh. Unbelievable, she looks at the split in his mouth. Maybe we could... No. Just an illusion after... No. You know, prison was your punishment. There's no need to throw... No need to allow yourself to deal with this, like, I have to. I'm not risking them finding out and so going through it for nothing or never making commander and being stuck in this assignment for my entire sentence and still fail. He sounds winded at the end of it. His just rising and falling in quicker breaths. Some will speed up. No, they'll just think you heal too quickly. We fucking shit, Granger. I said drop it. Fine, but I'm not happy about it. She glares at him until she sees past her in anger enough to spot the red on his cheeks and neck and hear the rasp and rattle of louder, faster breaths. She bites her lip at the crash of guilt, but her voice is still too sharp when she asks Where else are you hurt? His hand lifts to his stomach, but he seems to change his mind, his palm skimming the fabric before dropping it back to his side. He lifts his nose, staring down at it. Staring down it at her. He doesn't even attempt to answer her. All right, come on. He doesn't seem willing to move, so she goes first, and his footsteps follow her. Clunk, shh, Clunk, shh, Clunk, shh. She pushes the bedroom door open wider and steps to the side for him to enter. He doesn't look at her, but he turns back towards her when he reaches the centre of the room. Do you need any help? No. Anything? He looks then, his jaw clenching once before he flinches at the movement. No, he answers, less harsh this time okay we uh do you have to go back tonight yes she doesn't like that either what they do torture those that they think are their own then watch them suffer until they heal god she can't wait to end them she can't wait until they're all sitting in cells and maybe she'll walk through the lane between them with her chin up and she won't ever look back again sleep i'll wake you when it's time to get ready i have to contact the ministry but i'll be here he nods not once moving from the center of the room and she nods back closing the door she bends her head listening out to shaky breath and doesn't lock the door
0: oh my god Our oh, poor boy
1: honestly battered our oh, poor baby she knew she knew deep down she felt it in her gut soul bond
0: soul <laughs> JK, bond could you imagine if that was Alpha where omega going? dynamics <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's gonna um, be a knotting. Did you see that TikTok I sent you about the siren queen?
0: <laughs> oh, not yes, I did. I never she has a whole TikTok like account.
1: Um, and I can't tell if they're Is she serious, for real, but they're terrifying. I yeah. can't tell. I can't tell. Anyone out there who's also seen? This woman's TikTok um about her being a siren queen for the alpha. It's really hard to tell if it's just her playing for fun or whether it's her being serious, but either way, it's very disturbing. Um I, but I, I hate them either it, way. I find them highly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> 6.04 PM. You look exhausted, Hermione. You should go home. She shakes her head. I told him I'd be here. Harry's eyebrows furrow. So She scratches the back of her head, shifting under his stare. So, I told him I would be. Harry stares at her, and despite how well she knows him, she can't read his expression. Maybe it's because he hasn't made a decision on what he's analysing yet. I'm not going to make him run around the house with injuries. I know that. I just told him I'd do something, and so I'm going to do it. All right, Harry says quietly. Hermione crosses her arms, watching the leaves of October blow in November's wind outside the window. It's my job to look after him. Yeah. Harry lifts his eyes from the table, and there's a knowing there that makes her gaze fly back to the window. Let's just go over how to keep the notes. Harry knows what's up. Yeet. N- no, oh, not yeet. I didn't think that was a, was that an appropriate. No, reaction? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't have the word. Okay, <laughs> November. 2nd. God bless. God bless your heart. I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm really struggling. No, it's fine. <laughs> November second, five thirteen a.m. Hermione nods her chin at the vial rolling across the table before it stops at the splintered dent in the middle. Malfoy takes a step, reaching to pick it up. His fingers could make it, but he takes another step instead of bending more, and she misses whatever wince he might have made when she looks up at his face. We'll be staying at the house for a while, but the boat trip is an unnecessary strain. She just holds back on telling him that the injuries are as well, and only because they aren't, no matter how much she doesn't like it. He raises an eyebrow, uncorking the vial, and bends his head to smell the contents. The Ministry thought so. I did. Now take the draught. He smells it again, just to irritate her. She's sure, and then throws it back, his throat bobbing over the swallow. His eyes are hooded when he lowers his head, though the left is without much choice, and his tongue flicks out to lick his lips. There's a twist in her stomach that that she releases a breath on, ignoring. Absolutely ignoring. All right, let's go to the bedroom. Uh, Ah! You'll go to sleep, and we'll talk tomorrow. There we go. It's all coming out. (laughs) His tongue skims the bottom row of his teeth as he looks at her, which he's only seen enough in his memories to know it's when he's thinking. He sets the vial back onto the table and it rolls for the dent as he walks towards her. He brushes her as he passes, and she thinks it's probably just in her head that she's closer than he needs to be, or his tiredness is making him walk crooked. She moves to the table, positioning her chair so that the back is to the wall. She looks down the hall and when Malfoy's footsteps stop, and moves her gaze from his back to his eyes as he looks over his shoulder at her. You're not locking it. She wonders if he's making those statements because he's giving her reason for his staring, to prove that he knows how her mind is working at that moment, or because he thinks so but wants to be sure without asking. No. It took me being beaten and tortured for you to leave the door unlocked. He sounds vaguely amused, but she can't see it in his expression. Do you feel like you can take me now? I can always take you, Malfoy. He hums and she glimpses a smirk before he turns into the room.
0: Oh my God, this energy that's going on. Like, sentences that are being said and then taken back because they sound inappropriate and like, little, I can always take you, like, come on.
1: Is, is, this, is this satisfying you? Yeah, do you feel I, this is- uh,
0: I do, I'm much happier.
1: <laughs> oh, good. I am too, in all fairness. Good. This is November 3rd, 7.52 a.m., oh my god this is this is kind of what okay whatever <laughs> you're about to hear it sorry jojo and i can see it so that was a free comment whoa vincent crabby looked a lot like his father crabby if- yeah crab babe. oh my god fuck it's just me crab. It's just crab <laughs> silently e. <laughs> Okay, but Crabby and Goyle sounds better than Crab and Goyle. Maybe. I agree, but you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I love yeah. you though. Crabby. Are you
0: sure? Are we sure? I'm pretty confident. In the a... <laughs> In the movie, it's Crab and Goyle. All right. It's and just we like Hermione. I... We
1: all know I take the movie as gospel. It probably is. Well, in pr- in terms of pronunciation, it for sure is. Must yeah. be. Crabby. <laughs> Uh, that I did, I did forget that I do that, but um, you know, I do love a bit of Hermione too. So,
0: where's lol. my boy Goyle? He's coming, maybe. I'm, I'm so my favorite character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps he'll even be involved in a foil, but a oh, true, <laughs> very good, very oh good. Vincent Crabbe had looked a lot like his father, if the man standing in front of her now is any indication. His name hadn't been said, but Hermione saw it plainly since she first entered the memory. She's curious if Crabbe ever found out what happened to his son. If Malfoy or Goyle ever told him. She thinks if he doesn't know, he can do a lot more physical damage to Malfoy now. Perhaps the worst sort of damage. Crab grins, flicking and spinning his wand in extravagant movements and setting, sending a jet of blue across the room. Hermione follows its path like one might a Quidditch pace, speeding around the ground, horrified but too morbidly enthralled to look away and hear about it later. The spell hits Malfoy in the shoulder, and his hands tighten to white knuckle, the chains rising from the cuffs around his wrist. His body shakes, muscles contracting under bruised and dirty skin that shines with blood and sweat. Oh my god. His his head is lowered, and his hair is falling wet and limp over the path of her sight to his eyes, but she imagines that they're screwed tightly shut. Crab casts again, a spell she's never heard, and it whizzes past her, slamming into Malfoy's chest. He bucks against the chains, and the tight line of his mouth gives pulling over his teeth as he screams. His head whips up and falls back, tendons and veins rising up in his neck as his body shakes. Hermione spins away, panting for breath and tries to pull herself out, but she can't, not until the memory's over. And when's it going to end now? And now, and now. She closes her eyes, trembling, and there's a hard burn at the back of her eyes that brims liquid across the clenched seam of her eyelids. Malfoy starts screaming again and the sound fills her up with a rattling coldness that she can't shake, burning into her memories. Jeez. November fourth, four thirty one PM <laughs> I love the tone change, I'm sorry. Hermione stirs her suit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, up
0: against <laughs> Malfoy's tortured screams. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hermione stirs her soup, glancing to Malfoy at the counter next to her as he dumps the contents of tin to, of a tin into a pot. The only difference is their choices the only difference in their choices is the meatballs, but he'd been adamant enough about having them that he opted to make it himself though he covered it with a lame insult about her cooking, to which she reminded him of filling the house with smoke when he even attempted rice. She turns her head when he moves around her and then shifts over half a step, turning her head to where he moves to. He puts the pot on the burner next to hers, bending to find the right temperature on the dial. His impatience always used to crank it to high, until his distaste of burnt food moved him nearer to medium. What part of your body do you value the most? His spoon hovers over the pot and his mouth turns up in a slow smile before he stares. She can feel the warmth radiating off him from this close, the house filled with the warming chill of upcoming winter. She stares at his smile until it fades. My brain? Why? You should know, I'm sure your answer's the same. Even if it is, the reasons could be different. He frowns at her steaming soup and raises a hand to twist up his dial more. Intelligence? And nothing would work without it? He moves to the cabinet next to the stove and pulls out two bowls, and she decides to return the gesture by grabbing two spoons. Yours? Well, I would say the heart. He steps back when she moves to put a spoon in each bowl, but not enough for her to avoid pushing against him to do so. He waits to speak until she's moved back. As in feelings? Wow, Malfoy, could you even say that with more distaste? (laughs) I could try. She breathes a laugh and shakes her head. Yes, feelings, gut instincts, the things that separate us from machines and mass murderers. Bad, evil feelings are still feelings, and those aren't part of the heart, it's part of the brain. Unless you're speaking of intangible things, like what they call the heart or a soul. It's not that intangible. You can put pieces of a soul into something. If it's movable and capable of action, or moving, it could very well be considered part of the body. Love is movable and moving, not by choice unspeakables have bottled love real love not ingredients that just imitate rumored to have she waves a hand it and that's love it's not all feelings so if that's your choice it's the brain she taps a spoon on the side of her pot knocking the noodles knocking off the noodles sticking to it it's not just things aren't just mechanical like that it's not all about science you know it can't all be explained by this mass and that you value your brain only for your intelligence and that it keeps you alive You don't? What about feelings? If I were to agree that they're just part of the brain, but I'll ask it since you believe so. They're messy. Yes, but they can also guide you in the right direction, Matt, or the wrong one. Feelings are never good or evil, Granger. They combine for all people. No one one has felt love who hasn't felt hate, pride who hasn't felt envy. She says her soup, bubbling now. You would prefer that you didn't feel at all. He turns down his burner as his soup starts bubbling, staring at it quickly. No. Well, at least he doesn't want to become a machine, despite what it sometimes seems like. So you believe the soul is part of the brain as well? Who we are? No, but who we are is part of the brain. The memories. She nods, turning her burner off. You don't think that part is important? You... She didn't give that answer either, Granger. They stare at each other for four beats of her heart before she grabs the handle of her pot moving around him. Do you think the soul is part of the body or just something that's sort of... I don't know. I can't decide either. If it is, it would have to detach itself. It would have to detach by itself somehow. Malfoy raises an eyebrow, switching his burner off. Detach by itself. For? She pushes the pot back on the counter. Well, do you believe in an afterlife? in spirits and portraits
0: oh damn here come the fuzz <laughs> Aisha what you been oh, doing oh my god <laughs> oh my god guys this Woo-hoo. is the last we'll Aisha Standard she's of going into jail for
1: the life that was that is such a dad joke Jojo <laughs> she's, just too, it, she's just too damn sexy she's getting arrested <laughs> oh
0: no <laughs> Uh <laughs> really interrupted uh, the atmospheric mood that was happening
1: no i hey thanks police yeah god get it together oh, Po-po. jesus christ yeah you tell him i <laughs> in spirits and portraits no i mean not just an energy or mimicking life but some world beyond where the dead live he shrugs sitting down at the table and she takes a seat across from him before she can think about it I'll deal with it if I get there. I'm already handing two lies; I'd rather not hassle myself with the third. I think that's a very good point. Amen. Preach, Malfoy. Who knows what's up? Yeah. helpful, helpful advice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. November fifth, twelve ten p.m. Keep moving, head up. The apothecary is just here. Get everything from Malfoy, apparate home, then apparate to Rome. Just people shopping, getting cauldrons and robes, sweets and Quidditch gear, books there, jewelry parchment, quills, scroll ribbons. It's just a shopper, a child, a mother, a criminal, a recruit, a noble. That was Hermione's train of thought for anyone who's confused. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Hermione spins around, her hand curled around the end of her wand. The group of boys behind her avert their eyes, changing their steps to walk around her and reveal a large bearded man staring at her. Dumbledore? Is that you? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> well, maybe it is. It's probably not. Um... <laughs> Hermione stands still, her eyes not leaving his as he draws nearer, and she pulls her wand halfway from the holster. His hands are buried in his pockets, and he can be carrying anything. Wand, knife, weapon, experimental, potion that will shrivel lungs, curse the blood, boil. Hermione jerks forward at the collision to the back of her shoulder, and she spins, shoving back against the mass as she draws her wand. The woman stumbles away from her, shooting her a glare before continuing on her way. Hermione spins back, trying to reach and feel along her robe, making sure nothing is there to sink through the fabric. The man is closer now as her heart hammers, adrenaline rushing with the panic, frantic pace of her blood. <laughs> uh, uh, what is this uh, meant to be? <laughs>
0: it's, like the, it's like that Wahaka.
1: I don't really know uh, what the ha, fuck that uh, is. Uh, her ha, breathing.
0: He, <laughs> <laughs> Looks uh, like, you know, sometimes you see those places, it's like Hawaii, and they've got really strange place names. Yeah, That's like, yeah. Hawana Shalabulu. It's
1: like Wahua, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, this, I think, is, is her breathing. But yeah, it's going to come across a bit weird. So, um, yeah, panic. just try, try it. FYI for anyone out there. That's what I'm thinking. What? <laughs> oh, I don't think this is working. Even if you were reading this, you'd still be like, what? sometimes i just like ignore the sounds to be honest yeah uh, yeah it's stuttered breath for anyone out there okay her breath cutting off as the man passes her close enough to brush his arms and his head turns with hers to hold eye contact there's darkness in him something foreboding and malicious and it bursts into her irises dropping like a cold weight to the pit of her stomach she turns to face him as he walks by her nails biting into her palm with the grip on her wand more footsteps behind her getting nearer and someone running toward her from the left a woman is winding through the people, walking in in the opposite direction from the group, and her eyes meet and hold the bearded man's before she looks at Hermione. Hermione moves to the side and someone touches her shoulder. She whips towards them, finding a man stepping around her and then a group watching her coming closer. Three people with their hoods pulled up, snatches, and her body slamming into the floorboards and ivory and silver masks in green light. She turns her head quickly, the woman getting closer, and all she can hear is the wind of her breathing with the steady, hard, and quick thrumming of her heartbeat. Hermione runs, cutting a path between the press of bodies and shoves away for the hands reaching and shoves away the hands reaching for her. I'm starting that sentence again. I'm sorry. OK. Hermione runs, cutting a path between the press of bodies and shoves away the hand reaching for her. She throws open the door of the nearest shop, glancing over her shoulder at the massive black robes and glinting eyes and slams the door shut behind her. She dodges around a display running down an aisle of things she doesn't see through racks of clothes, another aisle and the, to the back of the shop. She turns, pressing her back to the wall, gasping for air that burns her throat. Her hand shakes as she presses it to her side, still clutching her wand, and she blinks and blinks and blinks back the fog of tears as she watches the aisle, waiting.
0: Was that real?
1: Yeah. It sounded real, didn't it? Yeah, so... Damn, All right. Not good. 6.26pm. Hermione exits the loo, scratching the back of her head before clasping her hands in front of her, behind her and then on her hips as Malfoy looks up at her. His eyes flicker across her face and he lowers the book looking resigned to face whatever terrible thing she's about to throw at him. He waits, and she breaks before he does. I... You should take a bath, she says, and his eyebrows raise. It's already filled, and there's... It's steaming hot, which will be good for the muscles. Tense muscles. Also, I... Don't do it, don't do it. I put some things in that will help ease aches, but it won't make you healed. He still have, He'll still have the brunt of it, so it's not really healed. It's just some herbal and a little magical help.
0: she's lying
1: oh you ran you ran me a bath he asks every word slow and rolled off the tongue
0: hey do you know what i want to make a note of something i don't think Mm -hmm. i've ever read a fanfic where she's ran him ran him a bath that's true actually ever it's a a very loving
1: gesture isn't it it
0: is like i've had it where i've read it where it's been the other way around but never this way around
1: so that's um interesting yeah oh get it hermione yes i figured you'd be an idiot and not do it or use the muscle relaxers if i just gave them to you she crosses her arms as he shoots her a glare tapping his fingers on the table edge it's getting cold he looks at the door to the loo back to her and pushes his chair back before he hesitates pushing his palm under the spine of the book he bends his middle finger over and then pushes the book shut with his thumb he stands the book dangling in his grip as he crosses the kitchen she moves away from the door as he passes her, the richer aromas from the bath fading out into the dusty, faint mould smell of the house. Malfoy pauses in the doorway, hand clenching the frame once before he steps back and looks at her. Thank you. She grins. You're welcome. It had taken him long enough. Aww. November 7th, 3.51am. She springs forward when Malfoy stumbles through the doorway, reaching out to grab him when he stops her with a look that flashes her hand back on instinct. His hand rises to press to his left side, and he's slow to straighten it, though his nose still lifts into the air. ''Are you okay?'' she asks, before she can decide if it's something she should keep her mouth shut about. ''Fine,'' he answers, as she knew she would. He looks paler than normal, and there's a strain in his expression in the set of his body. His walk to the loo is stiffer than normal, no sway in his shoulders, and his right arm is pressed to his side, the shoulder raised more. ''What's wrong?'' keeps walking and she reaches out to grab his arm he jerks away from her with a loud sound that drags and rumbles from his chest and she snaps her hand back to her shoulder fuck granger sorry sorry she mutters moving around him what's just let me i want let me see it is it he tries to undo the first button of his robe and when he can't seem to get it out of the hole he rips it right off it skitters across the floor and he moves to do the same to the second when she shoves his hand away She pauses after the button has slipped through the slot, realising who she happens to be undressing, unbuttoning, just unbuttoning. His hand is suspended in the air between them, his fingers still poised in destruction mode, and she moves faster with the third and fourth, his hand falling on the fifth. His exhale puffs against the top of her head before he takes a quick breath in, his chest moving against the back of her fingers. She finishes the buttons and moves to grab the edges of the robe at the top, standing on the tips of her shoes to push it carefully off his shoulders. His head moves to the side of hers, dropping forward as he, revolves his rest- as he revolves his left shoulder, trying to shrug the rope down. His right arm is the one that's injured, judging by the way it's move- unmoving at his side, and she winces at the fact that it had did- been the one that she grabbed. She pulls the fabric slowly down his arms, and his exhale on her neck sends goosebumps across her skin. He moves his left arm up through the sleeve, and she waits, holding the rope still. She turns her head to judge his pain level, finding his face angled towards her as she looks at his jaw, cheek, half of his mouth, too close. He shifts as he shakes his arm free and she lifts her eyes from his mouth and his gaze moves over her face before meeting her own. Her heart thumps in a spastic beat and she fists the robe at his side, waiting for him to look away, to step away. His lips are hovering at the corner of hers and he looks down at her mouth before she can even begin to decipher the look on his face. He sways forward just a little. Just enough for her to notice at this proximity. Oh my god. No, she whispers, swallowing hard as his eyes fly back to hers. He can't. He can't what? He whispers back, his voice rough. Her stomach folds in on itself before flipping over in a stupid way it sometimes likes to do around him. Her breath stutters out and she brings in a new one, taking in as much air as she can handle in the hopes that it'll clear her mind. I've decided. She can see bits of blue in his eyes at this close, and the darker rim of grey around the outside of his iris. She looks back at his mouth with no permission from herself and quickly looks back up, though he couldn't have missed it. You've thought about it. Apparently, so is he. Well, he is, at least right now. Maybe before, too. Thought about what? His eyes are digging into hers like he's reading answers at the back of her skull, but it's not until she drops the hold on the robe that he straightens up. She takes a step back. Her heartbeat's still out of control and her cheeks burning. She seems to decide. He seems to be just. (laughs) He seems to be trying to decide the shade of red. I think it's broken. New recruit went mad before the interrogation. She nods, swallowing as he pulls the rope slowly down his right arm. Let's find the break. Oh my god,
0: it was (gasps) almost there. That was so close. close, We could almost taste it.
1: That was painful.
0: Um, That was. Most
1: of it will be cut out, but I choked a lot because I think oh my reading god. that was hard um, test- they yeah? both thought about it oh man she said <sighs> they can't yes they can they will soon they please. will <gasps> oh my god pm Hermione presses her head deeper into the pillows two fingers pressed to her lips as she stares at the ceiling oh yeah November 8th 6.12pm Malfoy stares at her as she enters Rome leaning back against his chair expression blank she clears her throat hoping the redness from the cold outside covers up the heat in her eyes and face where's harry harry steps out from the hall buttoning his aura robes i'm very happy to see you hermione she smiles enjoyed your time with malfoy that much i've been too tired to prove i had better comebacks malfoy clicks his tongue even fully rested i've seen more wit and grass stick to the staring thing potter Hermione holds back her laugh, but Harry looks at her for the weird clicking in her throat and near snort. What staring thing, he asks. Nothing, she shakes her head, but he keeps looking at her. You do this... You have a very penetrating stare, Harry. It's not a bad thing. You just do it a lot. Like, now. Food? I brought food. Harry flashes Harry glare with no heat, drawing his wand. I've got to get some sleep. I haven't meeting in a few hours. Why didn't you tell me? I would have come back early. So you could get less sleep? No. Harry gives her a quick hug, squeezing her to to him in warmth before stepping back and nodding at Malfoy. Malfoy? Potter? She watches Harry leave and then stares at the door until she's pulled back her shoulders and lifted her chin. She clears her throat, swinging her eyes to Malfoy. He's watching her closely as the awkwardness threatens her forced confidence. And if her heart starts beating a little faster, she won't admit it. She holds up the bag. Real food. End of chapter 14. Well done, Aisha well done. <laughs> uh, got really flustered guys.
0: Struggled. I usually got
1: so overwhelmed by yeah, the tension. you. Did. That was just it was just fine. It's like finally.
0: Yes. Finally. That was great.
1: Oh my god. And and that the way she's like, oh we can't. He's like, why not? And, I was just and they both thought about it and it's just <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs>
0: um jojo
1: jojo jojo Jojo. how many almost kisses would you give that out of 10 oh
0: well Mm. i'm gonna give it a seven Whoa! because i liked the flirty banter like there were things that were said that they were like oh no take it back because it sounds too flirty obviously i liked the almost kiss i would be happier if it was a proper kiss obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't and that's okay um, but I really enjoyed it. I just really liked that chapter. Um, the stuff about the bath, the stuff about her wanting to heal him. Um, I think it was just sweet. It showed a lot it showed a lot about how she feels towards him without kind of overtly stating it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. What do you think? I thought
0: how many? I, I
1: would I would gander an eight.
0: Which oh. I yeah, I know. I am a tough critic to be fair.
1: No, but I, I just felt that I felt that chapter, I think. And I mm. liked the pacing and I, I think an eight because some chapters are really hard to read just because they're quite like um non-speech heavy and this was nice because it was a lot of speech or just like it felt the pacing felt good to me in terms of like the actual story Mm. um I thought the bit about the um potential dark revival or whoever snatches Mm. trying to come for her was a bit wild a bit wild indeed and it wasn't a dream so that was like super off the cuff random strange wasn't it i I thought that's why i thought it was because
0: i'm so used to having that kind of these vietnam war flashbacks (laughs) and being not real
1: yeah exactly and it's really interesting because i guess like we forget sometimes i guess reading just about them in rome that like the vibe that something is brewing is there in the Mm. same way i suppose it was for the first not the first war but you know the big war with Voldy. um it's probably much of the same stuff and yeah i i enjoyed the bath scene i enjoyed the fact that we got close so close to a kiss that i got red in the face Um, so funny (laughs) i yeah sometimes reading fanfic just really um gets to me quickly guys lol (laughs) (laughs) But I am really excited because we're going to get a kiss next chapter we know for sure. Yes, and I please. feel like there's so many answers I feel like we are now going to receive, you know? Because yeah. like it, there couldn't possibly be that much more building in terms of the dark revival and all of that stuff. So it, I think that hopefully soon Malfoy will make commander, potentially next chapter even. Yeah, um, maybe. And then we'll finally get to see how this all plays out, which is wild. Any predictions?
0: Well, apart from kiss, obviously. I don't know because the, the kiss is, because... that we know is coming. Yeah, so it's not a prediction. So anymore. I think, I think um, that something's going to happen in the next chapter that's going to force them to cross that barrier because because mm. she was like, "We can't." So I think something has to happen
1: for her to be like, "Okay, yeah, no, it's fine." Do you so think she'll I... be almost dead? And then she'll just be like, oh, or, no, I don't know,
0: I... but she's been relatively unharmed in this. So I think maybe it might be something to do with her. Like she gets. Oh, you're so like, right. Found or something. Yes. And, yeah. And or she, the matches
1: like, really like leave yeah. her a bit roughed up. Yeah. So
0: um, I think something to do with that. Um, I also want to note, no mention of Ron this chapter. Just no. thinking about Kaylee's um, theory, you know, no mention of Ron. And so I don't know
1: whether that's a good thing or a bad thing in terms of the theory. I I think it might be a good thing I kind of want to control Ephron but perhaps would that seen. be a step too far Mm-mm. my laptop won't let me do it anyway oh, your laptop
0: knows what's going on uh... oh, damn well, listen it. but that was great but listen we got a little mystery was good to have a bit of mystery I'm so impatient now I just want to read it all I know oh
1: damn
0: we've got to look forward to next week it's very true.
1: It's very, very true. Um, I wonder if we're ever going to see freaking Lucius and Narcissa ever again. I wonder I don't if think I, we, do we will, you know. I, mean. I have hope for Narcissa, maybe, just because hmm. of the letter thing. But Lucius, I think, was just a, a name drop and then death.
0: Yeah, well, I, it could be the same for Narcissa as well. Just, I'm That's just saying, so don't get your hopes up. Oh. But you did a great job reading thank you for reading i know <laughs> you, you're very thank hard thank you for
1: literally being the most supportive pal bestie ever oh. um literally literally the most supportive what kind of friend would i, I be when it. you you
0: trip up and i go like oh you you're bloody shy. into you i hate you <laughs> like i'm gonna be a very good friend would i <laughs>
1: I love it when somebody else makes you realise how irrational you're yes. I I hate you.
0: <laughs> you are the worst person
1: ever. Exactly. Or, you know. It's but yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Fuck me. Oh <laughs> uh, I cannot wait.
0: This is gonna be good. It um, is. It's gonna be Reddit, worth worth all the waiting, I think. Yeah, perhaps Reddit did know what was up. And we'll continue to know what was I up. I still don't think Reddit knew what was up. With the twist. No, I I don't think that's
1: true. I don't listen. I, I think it might be.
0: I think okay. it might be. To each their own.
1: Nobody none of the viewers know which twist we're talking no, about I know. because we Good. don't want to ruin we don't want to ruin the stories, guys.
0: So um
1: We story. should put some money story. on. it. Oh JK, I don't have any money to give. Please don't let me do that. <laughs> no, we can put what can we put on it? Uh, I was going to say we could put like, a venting session on there, but to be honest like we do those for free at each other now so it wouldn't really make sense. True. Like <laughs> Also again, what kind of friend would I be if I had
0: to be like, we have to make a bet for you to talk to me about your life, otherwise I'm not listening.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, do you know what we'll put a bet on? If if you're correct and it's not a plot twist in this book, right? Mm. I will give you three uh, three chapters from my book as it stands now okay as they are okay because it's not going to be I feel like it's not going to be in in shape for a while but you I will you can pick some numbers at random and I will give you those chapter numbers and you can just have them as they are I like that what about what about the other way in reverse um if it so if you're if I'm correct and you're wrong I would quite like uh for you to write a short story. Or a story. Yeah. But if not if not a full one, like a short story, yeah. Okay. I'm sure yeah. I can do that. I would like it to be a retelling, but I would like it to involve a heist and royalty, please. Wow, it's so, very specific. Okay. Yeah, do with that <laughs> what you will. Okay. I want a heist. A good heist book. Okay, okay. But I want I want the heist to definitely I want I want the heist to be doomed from the get go. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't this know is why. so
0: specific. Why
1: do not know why? <laughs> have you had, have you been thinking about this a lot? You writing <laughs> a book, yes, but um heists <laughs> heist? Okay, I have this I've been having this craving for a heist book. And obviously like I've read Six of Crows and Girl Kingdom and Kingdom of Blood and Ash. But I mean like a heist as in I don't I don't know. I just need a non YA fantasy heist. Okay. Like I wanna I don't know. Well
0: maybe I, can, maybe I can maybe I can provide know.
1: that. I hope so. We'll see.
0: We'll have to see. We will see. But until then, thank you guys for listening. And super excited for next week. Yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah, things are happening.
0: I know. I
1: love it. And Draco and
0: his port beaten up. That was tragic. That was hard to hard to listen to my, it baby,
1: always, my baby boy i know i always imagine though when draco's beat up this is a bit random but you know when they use the stinging curse in yes. deathly hallows to, to look disguise like that. them. that's what i imagine yeah draco's i think that's face fair. Looks like yeah um but yeah thank you so much for putting up with me i love you oh, very much Lee. that was too. for jojo um anyone out there who's just think like <laughs> i like you <laughs>
0: I'd like to get you, know- i get to know you a bit more
1: personally yeah, before I make such good. have got to go for claims. dinner before I make declarations of We've love, been for many dinners, it so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and right. shout out to Kaylee. Yeah,
0: she's great. Yeah. Thank you. For we actually emails. love you. <laughs> so, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And um, we'll see you next time.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, bye. Bye.